Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. On today's show. It's a hashtag fun Friday. We preview this weekend's Hornets game with all the information you need to know. And what if the Hornets got the number one pick? We talk more Hornets before 9 a.m. than most people do all day. You are locked on Hornets. Are locked on, locked on, locked on Hornets. Your daily Charlotte Hornets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Hornets on this Friday. Charlotte Hornets news and analysis in your podcast feed every day, whenever you need it. I'm Doug Branson, joined by the man, the myth, the legend, David Walker. Is your bracket busted, Doug? Honestly, I kind of gave up midway through. I just started watching the games. I kind of I stopped uh, marking did a, my. Did you, did you do? You did a bracket. Though. I did a. I did two brackets. Okay. I did three Oops. brackets. Uh, oh, jeez. Okay. Two years ago, I did zero brackets. It was the best decision I ever made. It was the most fun I ever had watching the tournament. There was zero guess stress. I, but guess but, how many? Guess how many brackets I did, Doug? Well, you didn't do one for our group. So that's negative one you're, already. You're close. You're getting closer. <laughs> I guess zero. Mm-hmm. Enjoy that's it. That's right. Enjoy yeah, it. I like you. It seems kind of lame, but I mean, I just, you know, I just, yeah, I've got other things going on. I've enjoyed it, and maybe I'll see how it goes. All right. Hey, it's a hashtag fun Friday show. <laughs> I'm ready for Friday, man. I'm ready for this weekend. We've got a Hornets game coming up on Saturday. It's a giveaway game. There's a bobblehead involved. <laughs> I'm all about it. You know who's just, not about these fun Friday shows, though? We got some hater mail. At, <laughs> at Thick Batum on Twitter <laughs> says, this pot, by the way, first of all, great name. I mean, I you know, it's, it's hater mail, but it's a credit great credit is due. Yeah. <laughs> At Thick Batum says, this podcast is extremely rough, needs more <laughs> snapbacks. All right, hold on a minute. That's, that's, a, that's a shot of your hat right there. Hold your on hats, a minute. Right? Listen, <laughs> I will take all the criticism of this show that, I, that it can handle, but I will not have you offending my headwear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen. Leave the man's Instagram alone. <laughs> <laughs> it is rough. I like the snapbacks. You know why? Here's the thing with the hats. Um, it's not to look cool. Uh, you know, I can't I can't possibly do that. I'm not David Walker. I can't look cool, yes. okay? Here we go. Here but we go. this is why I wear the snapbacks, because I have – this is uh, just me being honest. It's Friday. I want to be honest with the listeners. I have a very oddly shaped head, and it's mm-hmm. quite large. I have a large melon. and. Okay. Those are I can't wear one size fits all hats. They in fact do not fit all. It's bad. <laughs> it's false advertising. 
Yeah, um, you need so to I, get fitted, but you can get a fitted hat, Doug. They have they have. Hats I'm not listen. No, tailored for your head. No, I can't look. I'm not. I barely can get fitted for a suit. Uh, that's I'm not. I'm, this is not. Well, I'm lazy. Okay, so there's that. <laughs> I want to go in. I want to purchase a hat. I want the purchase to be very simple. I give you money and you give me a hat. I don't want to be fitted. That's embarrassing. How you ba- don't, there's no. Do they use uh, some you, like one of those like metal cranium measurements? Like, oh yes, Doug. sir. In the store, they have several different sizes. You try the one until it fits you, and then you buy that one. <laughs> it's not you. Know, there's not like a tailor out there. <laughs> anyway, so anyway. I, that's why I do the snapbacks. And Stick I have a Tim and, is not going to like this conversation. I know he's not. He hates it. He was, he's already turned it to locked on warriors. But listen, he, he. I have a lot of hair too, and that's why I wear the hats up because hey, I don't. Be yeah, I know. I, that's I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that's yeah. why I don't the okay. the the bills that bend down they make my head look weird. Well, podcast is extremely that, rough. You know, when I read that first, David, I thought that was like a the kids had a new saying that rough meant like really right. really well produced and and um, biting analysis and and fair takes. I thought that's what rough meant, but I looked it up in Urban Dictionary, and that say, is not that is not the case. No. Oh, well, we'll try. Maybe next time. (laughs) Hashtag Fun Friday. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Head over to iTunes, search Locked On, and find podcasts on the NBA, the NFL, golf, fantasy sports. It's the fastest-growing podcast network in the world. Also, you know, we don't mention the intro music enough. By Chosen Rejects, they are a local band here in Charlotte. You can find them on iTunes and Spotify. Great song, and they've uh, let us use it for free. So thank you to the Chosen Rejects. Check them out. Um, hey, we're going to start doing some new segments around this show to get ready for the offseason, to get ready for draft, uh, to prepare you to watch the NBA playoffs, because all of that stuff is coming up, and we want to start getting into that groove. So we're going to have a couple of new segments on the show. We're going to get to know a prospect. This is probably starting next week. Get to know a prospect. Yeah. We'll do some lottery updates on where the Hornets are falling, even though what, they're still only four games back of the playoffs. Time's running We're out. Just, We're just trying to be prepared. Just being That's prepared. All. That's right. That's all. It's the Boy Scouts motto. Um, <laughs> and there was another one we're doing. Uh, oh, yeah, the, the so the playoff primer. So we're going to be dancing around the rest of the Locked On Network to bring you analysis of some of the teams that you will be watching in the NBA playoffs because we know you're watching the NBA playoffs. It's the most exciting playoffs uh, in professional sports. So – We'll get you prepped for that. If if you have an idea for another segment or something that you would yeah. like us to talk about, email buzzbuzz at LockedOnHornets.com. You can contact us on the website, LockedOnHornets.com, or you can always tweet us, like Thick Batum. Just tweet at yeah. us. Just if, if you don't like something, definitely tweet at us because we, we love it. Um, all right. Let's get to some news here, David. Let's get serious. Johnny O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> signed to a multi-year deal was on a uh, his last <laughs> what David? Even, when even even when you're going for serious we're, we're joking i'm sorry <laughs> thick i'm sorry it's friday it's a, it's a fun friday what can we say um hornets general manager johnny rich O'Brien. cho announced on thursday that the team has signed forward johnny o'brien to a multi-year contract o'brien was at the end of his second 10-day contract in the hornets they had to make a call one way or the other and they decided to sign him to a multi-year deal now the terms of this deal are as yet undisclosed, but I have to think that 
the the dollar value is quite low for the rest of the season and they're probably non-guaranteed for next season and he he will you know go through camp and that process and um similar to what uh, Aaron Harrison's deal was for this season when it was non it was right. guaranteed up to a point and then it was non-guaranteed for the rest of the season and uh, uh O'Brien has played in four games with the Hornets averaging four and a half points on 53% shooting from the field and two rebounds he did score 15 points on seven of nine field goals in a win against the Denver Nuggets on March 4th. Really impressive stuff. But then, of course, he went down with the ankle injury, and we have not seen him since. But if yeah. they re-signed him, uh, that would seem to me that would indicate that that we will see a, a return of, of Johnny O'Brien uh, in the near term. Uh, mm-hmm. He also appeared in 25 games, all starts for the D-League's Northern Arizona Suns this season, averaging 18.4 points, 8.8 rebounds, and 1.7 assists per game, and was selected to the 2017 NBA D-League All-Star Game. Uh, without knowing the exact terms of this deal, David, are you okay with it? Yeah, because like you said, not knowing, um, well, knowing that he's injured right now, but that they must think he's going to be coming back, that leads me to believe they still need some depth uh, in the low post, right? I mean, they wouldn't be bringing him back if they thought they were going to have a full roster, I don't think, moving forward. I mean, I guess they want to still take a look at him, but... That says to me, because he's not ready to play right now. I mean, he may play tonight, or, or I'm sorry, Saturday night. It's unclear right now if he'll play, but don't you think that says, like, hey, we need all the bodies we can get. He's he's shown flashes. He's some, done some good things. Uh, let's ride it out to the end of the season. Shown flashes. No indication as of yet uh, when they are targeting a return for Miles Plumley. Don't know if he's going to remain out for the rest yeah. of the season or if they will get a chance to look at him. But even, you have to think, even if Miles Plumley does return, he was doing limited minutes when he first got to Charlotte before getting injured. So you would think they would work him back in slowly. So until then, uh, if Johnny O'Brien can get healthy and contribute and show some more flashes, you know he's, you know, he's, even though he's on a multi-year, quote-unquote, multi-year deal, it's going to be a, you know, show-me-something deal. And, you know, we're going to have to get something... Uh, see something out of Mr. J-O-B. Mr. J-O-B. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But look, I mean, you know, you could have a lineup of a Bryant, Trevion Graham, uh, Briante Weber. We haven't heard anything. When is his 10-day up, Doug? I'm sorry. It's it's coming up. We mentioned it yesterday, In right? several days. Yeah. I know that's so not exact, could, but it's 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 coming up soon. It's coming up soon. Right. So, I mean, um, I think they're trying to get a couple guys. Looks. I mean, we talk about it all the time, Doug. They're, they're, they're limited right now in kind of what they can do. And I don't know that any of these guys are expected to come in next year and be like impact players or anything like that. But they need to be looking at every opportunity they can to add pieces to this team, whether it's depth, whether it's practice players, you know what I mean? Whether it's just guys to fill a role coming off the bench. I mean, Johnny O'Brien has served himself pretty well so far. Um, it's You can see the difference when these D-League guys – come in or just not daily guys, but I mean, you know, guys that just have not played a lot. And he's actually been in the league for several years, started 15 games from Milwaukee back in 2014, uh, played like 70 games for him the next year. So, um, has some experience. I think they've, they've got to be hoping that maybe they can, you know, squeeze a little more out of Johnny O'Brien. We got a a tweet, another tweet from Justin and Justin Mm -hmm. wants to know, Cat Barber is playing well for the Greensboro Swarm. Why are we not calling up players from our own <laughs> D League franchise? You know, they called up right. Johnny O'Brien, who was not who was playing for the uh, Northern Arizona Suns. They called up Briante Weber, who 
was well, he was already called up mm-hmm. from another D League team, Golden State, right? That, yeah. Right, but then, but he was called up from another D League team. He was not yeah. in the Swarm system, so that's a good question. Uh, I mean, the the simple answer right at this particular moment can. is that they don't have a roster spot. But I I understand the the spirit of Justin's question is why not move guys up from your own system as opposed to going and, and getting these other guys. I mean, they haven't had the team very long, so they're, they're, that works into right. it, I think. <laughs> you know, they went and picked. The, for the, to be fair, I mean, there were no Greensboro Swarm players in the D-League All-Star game. Right, and, that's what I was going to say. They're yeah. not very good. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, not, the very, they're not playing very well right now. So, I mean, you know, right. they're they are picking – they're doing what you would want your team to do, which is go out there and pick the very best players. Because again, as long as that Dealey guy is not under a contract with another team, they're, they are, they're fair game. Just like anyone could come and get cat Barber, for instance, if cat Barber were, that's the other thing. If cat Barber were showing something, you got a message. Is that, is that thick with Tim? (laughs) He's pissed. Let me check. Let me check. We're over the joke quota already. <laughs> Cut it back. Um, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- but that's exactly right, Doug. Oh, we they, should explain. Not- I don't even think we even explained this. That so we only read Thick Batum's first uh, tweet. But in a in a in the series of, of of conversations that he had around that tweet, he Thick oh. Batum is a little upset with how sometimes we're not as serious as other podcasts. We do joke around a little bit. That's so we should nature. explain that. We, we kind of didn't explain that. It's in our nature. Also, the Hornets are not playing very well. So we, we've got to keep ourselves alive over here with Dick. Um, Doug, I think that you hit on it because they can – they're not limited to Greensboro, right? So, like, if they see someone in Greensboro they like, that's great. That knows the system, a bonus. But, I mean – But, if, uh, but I say, are, if Cat Barber were playing yeah. well or well enough, he would be getting attention from other teams as well. That's what I'm – Good point. Right, 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 right. But I think that – I mean, they can – uh, expand their reach, so they should, right? I mean, they're not limited to it. I think the D League is still in that, you know, they're still forming that relationship. I think totally, it's not where it, where it's going to be, or where maybe some people envision it, where it's like base, you know, more like baseball, like a straight one to one. I think there you know have only I mean? been three, like including Johnny O'Brien. I think there have only been three D League call ups this year that have gotten deals, you know, for, as a result. So it's not a, it's not right. a. It's kind of a rare thing. So I don't know. And that, that begs the question, you know, do they do the same thing for Briante Weber and try to keep him in the system? And because once his deal uh, wraps up, you know, they've got to make a call there. Otherwise, they've got to let him go and open up that So right now, so Doug, going back to the beginning of the season, Christian Wood, Travion Graham, Briante Weber. Didn't expect Johnny to see O'Brien. these guys as much as we're seeing them. <laughs> Am I missing one? Uh, Toby. Mike Toby. Toby. Aaron Harrison That's played. A- for a little bit. Aaron Harrison. I mean, that's, yeah. No. Getting opportunities. This is a land of opportunity right now. Uh, all right, let's 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 talk about this Wizards game uh, for a moment. The Hornets will play the Washington Wizards on Saturday night. Tip set for 7 o'clock p.m. Again, it is a giveaway game here in Charlotte. First 15,000 fans, I believe, are going to get a Cam Newton Buzz City Knights bobblehead, and it is the final yeah. Buzz City Knights jersey of the season Hopefully, man, I'm just I I'm kind of itching for some throwback Hornets jerseys. Not this year, bro. I know, not right? this year. I'm saying okay. All right. maybe, All maybe right. next season. Can we get it next season? You think? I'm just like it's I'm like time. 
I'm just kind of jonesing. I'm jonesing for a for a classic Hornets jersey night. I know, I know. Well, and look, with all the Nike Jordan stuff coming in next year, there's gonna be some some shakeups, I think, across the league. Let's but I, and the people are ready. People are ready shake for it that. up. All right. Hey, I watched. This is not. This has nothing to do with the Washington Wizards, but I have to talk about uh, this. I watched some film uh, on Markel Fultz. I'm having delusions uh, of grandeur. Why? Well, the hey. Hornets have a one point right now. If the season were to end today, the Hornets <laughs> have a one point one percent chance of the number one pick, a four percent chance of a top three pick. That's I don't right. know. I'm just. I'm. I'm dreaming. Markel Fultz is so good. It's possible. Don't ever I, say we don't do our homework. No, I mean he's just well, he he, he has a complete package, and I think playing him. Beside Kimball Walker would just be so fun. Do you have a problem that he's not in the NCAA tournament? No, of course not. Okay. What does that, <laughs> what, what does that mean? Neither ben Simmons is going to be good. And he wasn't, I mean, you know. I, don't know. I know, but there's 68 teams in the tournament. Like, you can't get your team in the, in the tournament? Uh, that's, <laughs> that's not his fault. It's not his fault that Washington can't recruit other than him. Um, so, I also, speaking of guys in the tournament, though, I watched Jonathan Isaac last night, who is mm, uh, projected to be a top long. five pick for Florida State. And if the Hornets, I think the Hornets should definitely look his way if they were lucky enough to get a, a top three pick or maybe, you know, slide. I, didn't, I think top five would be a stretch to, to say that the Hornets could fall that far. But Jonathan Isaac, yeah, impressed me. 17 and 10 last night. And had a relatively quiet first half, so he came on in the in the second half, and he had this beautiful. Go back and watch the highlights. Had a beautiful outlet pass. So he's got the passing skills. He's got um, the mid range game. He can create his own shot. He can run off screens. Like David said, extremely long. Uh, Love you know has some effort issues on defense, but you you mm-hmm. hope that that would kind of figure itself out in the next level. But so a lot, is, of, a lot of players to be excited for in this tournament. So let's continue on this tangent for a second. NBA draft, if they got the number one pick, or if the perfect guy for them to draft, you think that's it could happen? Who would that be? If they got the right now, if they got the the number one pick, who are they taking? Um, False. It's no, yeah, absolutely. There's no, there is no question. I, I think when I've I've watched film now on on the top. You know, five guys: Tatum, Isaac, mm-hmm. Fultz, Ball, and Jackson. Yeah, and I just I'm blown away by the skill set that Fultz possesses. Mm. I mean, it's a combination. It? His his step. It's like I said it to you last night. It's like if Kimba were several inches taller and and right. could chuck guys like those. It's the things that we like. Kimba is amazing. Okay, Kimba is next level. He's taking his game. Mm-hmm. I, this is not a slight against Kimba, but we know that his size limits him in terms of some of the things that he can do offensively, some of the things that he can create for himself, like a James Harden or a DeMar DeRozan. Well, Fultz it will not have those problems. He's going to be able to use his size to create space. He's going to be able to um, deal with double teams in more ways than just splitting it. I mean, he's he's he has some of those tools um, that are going to make him a special player. Like a, it's like if you um, sort of mixed a Damian Lillard and a Demar Derozan oh. type of offensive player. That so he to can me play is, some two. He can play. All oh, the absolutely. Okay. Oh, absolutely. He could. I think. Let's get him. Let's get him. I'm t- I'm what dreaming. I'm dreaming big. 
Um, the other guy that I think would fit in perfectly here would be uh, Jason Tatum. I mean, I think he fit in a lot of places, athlete, but I just like his athletic, athletic, athleticism, his, yeah, his explosiveness, his footwork. Um, he's able to get to the basket. Like you see guys that are successful doing that, getting to the basket and like, it feels like one or two steps, you know what I mean? But it's very uh, efficient the way he does it. And he scores and he can finish. I mean, he's going to be good. All right. The Washington wizards. This game's there we go. Let's segue. <laughs> Uh, the Washington Wizards are at 41 and 26 and are really one of the more interesting turnaround stories this season. Got off to a really rough start. While the Hornets were shocking everyone with their 8 and 3 record, some were pronouncing Washington DOA after beginning 3 and 8. Uh, there were even reports of John Wall and Brad Beal not getting along that were starting to surface, but they pulled things together in December. They've gone 35 and 14 since the 5th of December and now sit in third in the Eastern Conference, uh, great starting unit that's been able to play and, or play well and stay healthy all season. Uh, John Wall is a little hurt right now, but um, not too bad. So, what do you think, Washington? It's going to be a tough game. Doug, you mentioned some of those successful uh, nights they've had since the well, especially since December fifth. But I mean, geez, the last forty nine games, would you say thirty five and fourteen? 25 and eight in the last 33. So, I mean, uh, since that December 5th mark, second most wins in the NBA behind, oh, those Golden State Warriors and the San Antonio Spurs. So, I mean, they are good. Well, and they're part, shooting, yeah. you know, they're shooting well too and they're scoring. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it is really insane. And you have to give a lot of credit to John Wall, I think, first of all, but also the coaching staff there and all the players, really. I mean, I don't think. You know, Wall's been a bit banged up this year, but Beal's been relatively healthy after getting back early on, right? I, think, I don't think he's been out much after he came back right, right before the All-Star break. Yeah, and Otto Porter has absolutely stepped yeah. his game up in a, in a major way, developed into a deadly three-point shooter. He's shooting 45.4%, um, over 130 made three-point three field goals. He leads uh, Joe Ingles from Utah and Kyle Korver from Cleveland for the NBA lead in three-point field goal percentage. But, yeah. yes, David? Well, no, I was just going to say, I mean, this is an example of a lot of things going right for a team. I mean, you know, the Hornets have not had much to go right for them. But, look, Beal's been healthy all year, averaging 23 points a game. You mentioned Otto Porter, who shined in the playoffs, right? But we weren't sure if that could carry over into the regular season. You mentioned the success that he's had. So, like, things came together for him. They had a coaching change, so that took some adjustment. I mean, it's been pretty impressive what they've been able to do. But they've had problems, especially on – and similar to the Hornets, on the bench in terms of scoring. Mm. And they traded for Bojan Bogdanovic at the deadline, and they acquired Brandon Jennings, who the Hornets were also sniffing around. They acquired him uh, off of waivers to try to address some of those issues. And it has made their second unit offense better, but it is also – it's like side effects. It's also introduced – um, a little uh, vomiting and a diarrhea on the defense could cause. Those are the side effects of of, of Bogdanovich, the the special uh, drug. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do diarrhea. Wizards have lost their last two games, giving up 119 to Minnesota, and they allowed 39 points in the fourth quarter against the Mavs. Hey, do yeah, you look so that's at interesting. do you look at the Washington Wizards? 
How much do you look at them? Do you really have you really looked at them lately? Have you looked them in the eye and said I love you? Um, no. Do you look at the Washington Wizards additions and go, I really wish the Hornets were more aggressive around the trade deadline, like the Washington Wizards this year? Yeah, because I think I think some no, I, mean, I think some fans look at it and go, wait a minute. The well, Hornets, yeah, I mean, the Hornets sniffed around Lou Williams, couldn't yeah. pull it off. Sniffed around right. Brandon Jennings, couldn't pull it off. Well, yeah, I mean, I just mentioned the the health and the success they've had with a lot of their things that they needed to go right. I mean, they're fighting for like a two seed, so I mean, they ha- I think for them to make a move, try and add a piece, you know what I mean? Um, they did add Brandon Jennings, um, who's another guy that we had discussed around the Charlotte Hornets. That's so, what I'm saying. So do you do you sense. do you look at the Wizards and go that's what the Hornets should have done? I don't. No, no. You know no, why? No, no. Because it's two different situations. You've got a situation in Washington where they were on the rise. Yeah, I was saying they're they're yeah. challenging for a two seed in the East. I mean, they, there was a little window there for them, so they had to do something. When you got Beal healthy, you got Wall going. Um, they did the right thing. I don't think the Hornets were in the same position, like you said. For a long time, it looked like the Hornets' decision to pass up Beal for Michael Kidd Gilchrist uh, was a good one because Bill could not stay healthy. A long time? Huh? Do you think it was a long time? <laughs> that was the perception for a long time, though? Well, no. Well, just, well, no, people, guess, no just since he's been – since yeah, since his health mm-hmm. declined. Okay. Yeah, since he could not okay. stay on the floor. Okay. All right. You got me. All right. All right. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, so – my point is, what the question I want to ask now is, do you still think that? Because Beal has improved his three-point percentage. He stayed on the floor. He looks like a really dominant number two scorer for this yeah. team. And MKG, the on the thing. other hand, his shot, uh, his three-point shot has not manifested itself. Yeah, I mean, no, that's the thing. Is if Beal's going to be healthy, that was always the question. And you're seeing what he can do when he's healthy. So, I mean, that would have been the perfect compliment adding the shooting guard next to Kimball Walker. Can you imagine if Beal was right there playing the way he is right now? I mean, it, it would be it would be pretty nice. These things are fluid, though, Doug. I mean, I think most people expected this once he got healthy and stayed healthy, um, which is why I was kind of – which is why I was just ribbing you a little bit. But another one. <laughs> I love scoring. Another one. I love scoring. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, Washington, the Washington Wizards, here's something to watch for. Legitimately, here's something to watch for on Saturday night. I'm done. I'm done playing around, David. Washington has a death lineup now. Everyone they want to get that death lineup, and they have it now with Bogdanovich. They like to play Bogdanovich to close games. They bench their starting center Gortat, and they go with Morris at the center position, Bogdanovich at the four, and then Wall Beal Porter. So watch out for that. I don't know how the Hornets maybe maybe the Hornets that that would seem like that would take Cody Zeller out of the game. So you may see yep. Frank Kaminsky closing against Morris. And you saw he that was, with um uh recently when when Zeller had to basically had to leave the game because he or no they switched him up uh with Marvin because um what game am I thinking of? When he couldn't guard the three-point shooter. Oh, Anthony mm. Davis against the Pelicans. Right. I was searching my memory bank for that one. Hey, Doug, real quick, though. If you look back over the last couple of games with the Wizards, okay, going back to last Friday, a win in overtime against the Kings, 
then the second night of a back-to-back, another win in overtime against the Trailblazers, then two losses that you mentioned, and then uh, last night against the Bulls, or tonight, I'm sorry, against the Bulls, and then playing the second night of a back-to-back in Charlotte. So, I mean, you know, if the Hornets are ever going to catch them at maybe a time when they've had a bit of a long stretch, a couple long games. They'll be on the second here. night of a back-to-back? Right, second night of the back-to-back. I mean, Charlotte should really come out. And, and you know, seeing how they played the last time they were out there with very little energy in the second half, um, Charlotte should see this as an opportunity to get out to a good start with some good energy starting the game tomorrow night on a bobblehead night. And, you, you know, look, the, the keys to this game are simple. Protect the basketball and don't let John Wall steal it and get into transition and score. That's what killed them in the last matchup against the Wizards. So and That hasn't been – that hasn't been – Turnovers have not been a problem for this team recently. Fast break points, though. It's just not something well, they yeah. can keep I mean, Getting back into transition, that's going to be definitely a key against the Wizards. Yeah. They do like to run with John Wall at the point. But, um, you know, I, I think – well, and we didn't really talk about this enough, I think. This is our bad. We didn't talk about this enough in the last episode. How the offense has been affected now by Nick Batum's absence. It did not show itself in the Bulls game because Jeremy Lamb did a good job of just sort of manufacturing offense, creating offense out of thin air. And But against the Pacers, you really saw the offense stagnate. The ball bounced around the perimeter a lot. Um, they, they weren't able to get into the paint effectively enough and then kick out. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that Batum draws defense towards him, opens up the lane a little bit more, whether he has the ball or not. He's opening up the lane for Kimball Walker. You don't have as many hands in there. That's what the, they got handsy. And um, if Batum can't get back for this game against the Wizards, you could see some more of that. Do you think Lamb can develop into a type of a guy that can facilitate the offense? I mean, it feels like they're, I don't know if they're trying to get that, uh, but, or if they're just out of necessity having to do that. No, I mean, nothing, nothing in his career so far has indicated that he's a facilitator. Everything has yeah. indicated that he is a scorer, he's a driver, he's a, he's a rebounder. But nothing, nothing that I've seen has indicated that he has. I mean, he makes some really weird decisions passing the basketball, especially <laughs> he when he gets up in the. Especially when he gets up and in the air. Jumping end. in there, he did that the other night. It's funny during the uh, players only meeting on national or <laughs> players only game on national TV when Derek Fisher was doing some of the uh, color commentating. <laughs> they discussed Lamb a little bit, and you know he was like, "Yeah, I think he can be that guy that can develop into a, a facilitator." Um, but yeah, I'm like you. I just we have not seen it I, here. Yeah, I mean, I guess I mean, if he just g- goes to passing camp, or you know, over the summer, I don't know. I mean, it's just like it's just never. I'm joking like a little a Peyton, bit. Like, like I, a, you know, like a, like a Peyton Manning passing camp. All right, that's right. the last joke. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think they've you've seen them try to wedge him into that position this year. Just wedge, because, especially we gotta with, wedge it. Especially with sessions out, right? Like they're trying to give Roberts, I guess, a little break or just trying to give a different look, but it, it has not really gone that well, I don't think. Last thing, last thing, David. My favorite thing from the Wizards media guide was on John Wall's player profile quote, has a signature dance, the John Wall dance. What? <laughs> it's the John Wall dance. Has a signature dance, comma, in camel case, the John Wall dance. The John, the in capitalized T, the John Wall dance. 
There you go. <laughs> Last air horn. Come back here for a recap on Monday. We'll talk about this game. Uh, hey, thanks for this. Has been a hashtag Fun Friday show. This is what we do on Fridays. If you're new to the show, we just we kind of let our hair down a little bit. Usually, we're a little bit more serious. But we thank you for listening, and especially we thank Thick Batum for listening and watching because we know he was watching because he commented on my snapback hat. There you go. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching Locked On Hornets here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes while while you're there. Um, Do that review. Leave, Leave us a little message because it helps hardcore Hornets fans like yourself find this podcast Shoot us your Hornets questions, your thoughts to buzzbuzz at LockedOnHornets.com. For David, I'm Doug. Go Hornets. Go America. Beat the Wizards. Let's swarm Charlotte. Like what you hear? Consider sharing this podcast with other Charlotte Hornets fans. The easiest way? Our new website, LockedOnHornets.com. There you can download the podcast, listen to our latest episodes, and check out Locked on Hornets live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.